No, they were still going uh, when I left, so I wasn't able to pull them. Oh, wow. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, so, so was I, so was I. But we'll get, we'll get them another time. Okay, okay, great, 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 great. Well, we'll just move right along. I'll get back to business as, as usual, I guess I would say. The chat line, let me make sure that we are good there. And we are. Okay, super, 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 super. Um, well, let's change it up a little bit. We were planning to have some of those guys come in and, and um, comment. So what we'll do is just move forward. First of all, I'd like to, again, thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. Have a great, great topic, the 80-20 rule, and we've heard a lot about that in the past few years. Um, I think more so than more so from from men than women. That's just kind of my world. But nonetheless, that's our topic tonight. I'll read the description here just shortly. But um, want to remind you all, if you have a comment or a question, and we hope that you do. You are able to do that at 818-691-7406. Remember, this is a number that you can listen and also um, go live with us if you have a comment or a question. So by calling that number, I know some people uh, tend to think that that's going to pull you in live, but no, you're able to listen listen in there. If you do have a question or comment, select the number one, and then Rodney or I will pull you in um, for that. The chat line is open, which is another way for you to communicate with us. You do have to register as a follower in order to chat with us in the chat room about any topic and be able to, that also allows you to, to keep up with our shows when we post them and so forth. Um, another way to communicate back and forth with us during the shows are, of course, through Facebook. Um, Rodney and I will, will certainly get to, to those questions or comments. And again, we don't we don't set the shows up as an event anymore, but you can certainly message us if you don't want to put it out publicly. You can message Rodney or message message me there as well, or you can just post something and tag us in it. It's Rodney Jordan, of course, Tammy Gator. So do that. We hope that you um that you have something to share tonight. You guys seem to, to listen well, but Rodney and I would love your Feedback, especially for this type of topic. Um, want to remind you guys of our trash can baby. Um, okay, super. I'm just hearing Rodney and I are communicating back and forth. So uh, I, I got that, Rodney. Um, want to remind you guys of our trash can baby um, for, for our new listeners and our old babies as well, old, old people as well, like old, old listeners, not people. Um, if you have not, I really wish you would, if you've not in a while, because you guys, the more I go in this journey, the more I realize I need to grow and the more I need to know. And so with every knowing, I think there's a bit of growing, if that's a, if that's a way to say it. With every knowing, there's a bit of growing that you must do. Um, and I, and we, we tend to want to shy away from change, from transformation, and I understand why, because it truly is a process. It, to me, it's like crawling into an oven that slowly gets hotter and hotter and hotter. However, I can say the, the, the hotter it gets, the more you are prepared. Um, and it may not seem like that as it's heating up, but once it gets there and you get, get used to it, it's kind of like they say if you drop a, 
a frog or anything into boiling water, it's going to instantly be shocked. But if you if you put it in and it it gradually gets there, the the situation may be a bit different. So as we continue, continue, continue to to move forward, Rodney said something so profound today as we were having a conversation, and. I know it sounds like sometimes we beat up on churches, but it is what it is. He said that, that, and I hope Rodney doesn't, well, I know he doesn't mind me sharing this. He said churches are full, but people continue to be empty inside. And the more and more I look at people, especially church folks, especially those ones who knock the door down every day, I must say that we should be changing. We should be growing. We should be um I don't know, different, I guess I should say, different. Um, but it takes more than going to church. It takes um, a, a lot more. But I won't get into that because I'll find myself uh, talking about that subject. So move your trash can. Allow it to remind you of, of the process of change and or how often our mind keeps up with the things, even the things that, really don't matter because if you think about it, where your trash can is doesn't matter. But the fact that you moved it and know that you moved it should should uh, provoke you to go to where you moved it from. But what you will find if you're like us is that you will, you will tend to go back to where you moved it from before it registers with you that you've moved it, before you start to go to its new location. So move your trash can. If you have family members, even children, play a game, you know, move the trash can and tell them every time they go back to where it was, they have to tell mommy or, or daddy or, or, or husband or wife, vice versa. And, again, allow it to remind you of the importance of taking control over our thoughts, our mind, and certainly our lives. So um, this topic, the 80-20 rule, and, and Rodney, feel free to let me know when you uh, – or at your destination, and I'll kind of forget about the chat room after that, or Facebook, and I'll let you pick whichever one you want to focus on so that we don't miss anybody. So um, tonight's topic, the 80-20 rule, and what I'll do is read the, the description, but I want to tell you how this kind of came about. I was having a conversation, and it was kind of a light conversation, not really about relationships, but it kind of went there just a little bit enough for us for one of one of the guys to 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 bring up the 80/20 rule basically indicating that you have to be willing to settle um or that's how, that was my perception or um thought about it uh the 80/20 rule that you have to kind of be able to settle in life because you're never going to get what you really really want all of what you really want i guess i should say not not get what you want, but all of what you want. And so I can't remember, um, I, well, I just kind of remember the 80-20 rule just kind of coming about, just kind of hearing about it. So it may have been after Steve Harvey maybe, but that is not where it, it truly generated from. So even that in itself is amazing how we catch on to something and make it, we adopt it for our lives. We just think, okay, you know, this is it. Um, this is I should apply this, or I should just kind of settle. Um, and it doesn't mean that everybody that says, hey, 80-20 is their thing, is settling. However, 
I do feel that to go into a relationship feeling, hey, I'm on, I'm only going to get 80%. And I'll just, this, this 20% that really does make me happy at some point in my life is just, just not there. This person is just not that person, not willing or, or not able to give me this, this particular part, um, part of the things that I need or want in my life. So, so that's number one. I think just to even think that um, maybe put put some i don't know some 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 something into the relationship and i and I'll explain that as we get into the discussion, so I want you to keep that in mind and for those of you who are listening, I want you to share what what do you think about the eighty twenty rule? Do you feel that you are doing that somewhat in your relationship, and if so what what's the eighty and what's the twenty like what are the things that you feel like you're not getting? That, that is important, and some people may not want to address that in tonight's discussion, but I'm going to tell you, if, if, you, feel, if you feel that you're missing 20% of, of some things that you want in a relationship, let me tell you, I, I bet you when you run into Mr. 20, which is why I think that we have so many issues in relationships, because we, we, we internally, I think, focus on what we think we don't have, especially after you know, things have gotten old, you're not new to me anymore, I'm not trying to appease you anymore, I don't like everything you like, and, and I don't mind letting you know now, I don't want to go everywhere you want to go, and I don't mind letting you know now, because we've gotten old, hey, we're used to each other. So I think when you feel that you're missing that 20%, and here you are, Mr. 20 or Mrs. 20 pops in your life, and they do they are they are they want to do the twenty percent of the things that you feel you've given up because you accepted part of that eighty. So again, think about that. So here is the show description is very, very brief, kind of straight to the point. But it says, um, the perfect relationship solution is the title, the eighty twenty rule. No couple is perfectly compatible for each other at all times. But at the start of a relationship, most of us work over time to impress the new person in our life. We like what they like. We make time to do what they want. Therefore, all seems wonderful, and you are the absolute perfect couple. What happens to this perfect relationship after some time has set in? When does one start to think about what is happening to this person who once appeared to be 100% compatible. When does the 80-20 rule begin to surface? What is the 80-20 rule? Has it hurt or helped relationships? So that's the gist of tonight's topic, and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get into other things here. But with all of the relationships, um, well, let's go back on how relationships begin, uh, because I, I was taking, doing my recertification I guess last month for the life language coach for the coaching communication coaching and the instructor said about relationships she said when we first start to date people we speak all of their languages so meaning that for instance um my language is a contemplator shaper and I know that means nothing to you all right now and then there's there's uh five others however what what she said stuck to me because she's exactly right. When we meet someone, 
hey, if they play basketball, for the most part, we're interested. We'll go watch it with you. If it's football, hey, we'll sit and watch a couple of Sunday games with you. Want to go bowling? Hey, great. Uh, you want to go to Popeye's, but I like KFC? Hey, I'm going to go to Popeye's with you because that's what you want to do, and this is new. But what happens when this guy or this girl is no longer new? Do you still make the sacrifices with a smile, lovingly? If your your boo wants to go to Popeye's but you really want KFC this day, do you make the sacrifice willingly and go? Or are you? do you go and you eat the chicken frowning or you're mad because you have to go. So what happens after the after the newness wears off? What happens after that 100 wears off and you start to see, hey, this person doesn't like this, but they did. This person doesn't like this, doesn't want to go here, not social, um, doesn't like my mama. <laughs> Got some of those. I found out, you know, I don't like that, that they don't like my mama. Um, and they did in the beginning. So you can kind of just imagine what things happen. Just think about your own relationships. And we all have did it, I'm sure. We all have started out great, like, okay, yeah, I'll go here. We start out making sacrifices. But that's kind of how life is. We get the new house, we want another one a couple of years later. We get the new car, we want another one. Um, I remember a friend, well, I'm going to say an associate because I don't think a friend, friend would really say say something to the extent knowing if they knew me. But I remember a couple of years ago, a friend of mine asked me, when are you going to get a new car? You've had that truck for a long time. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with my truck. I have a 2003 Chevy Tahoe that's in great shape. There's nothing wrong with my truck. Why do I need a new one? So that I could be in, in, in debt like you or, you know, all, just all of these things. But we want a new one. We want something new for the most part. And we have to ask ourselves, why? Why do we always want to appeal to the newness of life? Why don't we want to? Because because it does affect your relationships. It affects your life because you think about how how often people are switching relationships in and out. They're going in and out. You you I, I see on Facebook. Oh gosh, one one month somebody's going to marry this person. They're in love. Three months later, that person's gone and they're in love again. And and all this newness. So it's as if we are addicted to getting new things um, that are not all the time needed. So that's what I mean by it affects your life when you when you feel like you have to uh, that when it gets old, it's no longer the best for you. Where back in the day, I think it was different. I think people liked their old shoes that were broken in. Um, their old clothes that were broken in. They felt really comfortable in the home that they've been in for years because they've gotten familiar with the surroundings and the neighbors. And so they didn't always want something greater or that they felt was greater. So lots of things, the 80-20 rule is about, tonight's topic is about relationship, but it's so applicable to your day-to-day life as well. So for those of you who are just coming in, tonight's topic, the perfect relationship solution the 80-20 rule. So I'm going to check back just to see where we are with Rodney. Rodney, are you still there with us? Have you made it to your destination? I am still here, and I have arrived at my destination, so I am good. I am uh, setting everything up on my uh, computer okay. now. Okay. And but, while you're doing that, what I'll do is, is um, I've, I know I've said a lot, so if anybody's out there who wants to jump in, 
get your comment or your question in, what your thoughts about the 80-20 rule as it relates to relationships, um, how do you feel you're doing in your relationship, um, especially compared to how it began. Because I, I feel like if we always if we always start every day like it's new, if we worked as hard to keep what we thought we wanted months ago when we first met this person, if we work as hard day to day, both of us, um, because and I say both both because I, I remember the saying of, of a couple that had been married quite a while, and this is not a couple that I knew, I just heard this story, that they were asked, what is it? What What is it that kept you together for so long? She said, we never fell out of each out of love with each other at the same time. So meaning that somebody was willing to keep up with that 100, even when the other person wasn't. And so, so if you think about this 80-20 rule, what if that is the foundation for your relationship? What if you feel like, oh, well, this is the way it has to be? And then one day you don't want you don't even want to do the eighty. So now somebody may feel like they're twenty twenty or Rodney, I think you said earlier like sixty sixty forty. So where does it stop? Where does it end? So that in itself what what that lady said was, again, we never fell out of love at the same time. So if that's the mindset for both people, then somebody is going to be working towards that hundred every day somebody or that 90 or whatever, they're going to be trying to get to do their best to make this person happy, to to do the things that he or she wants to do, even if it's just for this day. And that's what we do for people that we love, especially people that you are in a relationship with and and planning to spend the rest of your life with. Now, I do think it takes maturity to get there. I think it takes growing up. It takes a few bumps and bruises. Um, and some people do get it get it early on. I went out today, and I wish I had uh, responded to this situation sooner than later. Um, I know some people will say, you better stay out of people's business. But this was two young people who appeared to be maybe, maybe 20, 21 years old, maybe. Um and it was obvious that something was going on, and the young man was on the on the phone. Um, and when I went into the store, the police had called into the store wanting to know what did the the young girl had on. They wanted to know a description of her and what she had on. Well, long story short, before I could get out of the store, he was pulling his bags, like traveling bags, out of the car, and she sped off. And so being that a, a, this kid could be my son, and I just drove and said, are you, are you okay? Do you have, where, where do you have to go? Do you have someone? Because it, it appeared that, that they were traveling. But what I thought about was these two people, at one point they met, and they were, high over, they were head over heels with each other. Like they were so into each other that, you know, they're traveling, they're, they're whatever, having a great time. What happens? What happens to that, and why so often? Because if you look around and assess the relationships, your friends, your family, you have to ask that question. What happened? What happened and what happens? So this 80-20 rule cannot, in my opinion, in my opinion, it cannot be it. And eventually someone's going to want that 20 
It might start out, oh, well, this 80 is good. Because like I said, when you run into Mr. or Mrs. 20, it's going to look like a plate of all of your favorite foods. It's going to look like 100, not 20. Because in your mind, that's what you've been lacking. And just as people, I think we tend to, to move towards, you really have to coach yourself out of that life. We move towards what we think we don't have, especially if we wanted it and now it's here. And then you'll find yourself, well, wait a minute. That's when I think the 80-20 rule comes in because you think, wait a minute. I missed all that other stuff because I, I was so focused on the 20 that I didn't have, and now this person had it, and it looks good, and, and here we are. Life has happened. Divorce, breakups, children without families, and so forth. So lots to take away from that. Rodney, let me know when you're ready to jump in. I, I am ready. You you have said uh, a lot since uh, since we've been on the air, and uh, uh, several thoughts came to mind, and, and hopefully I can remember all of them now because I wasn't able to write them down, but we'll see. Um, the first thing is when you think about relationships, uh, first, uh, let me back up before that. Uh, I don't uh, recall hearing Steve Harvey talk about it, but the first time I remember hearing the 80-20 rule was uh, on the movie Why Did I Get Married? Um, when uh, the guy was uh, was married to Jill Scott. can't think of his name, uh, but he was married to Jill Scott, and um, he was cheating on her uh, with a woman who uh, was much smaller than she was, um, I guess, and you can look at it and say much prettier than she was. Um, and so he was cheating on uh, Jill Scott with her, and that was when the when the guys were all together talking. That was when uh, I think it was Malik Yoba that 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 brought up the the eighty twenty rule. And going back to what you were talking about, Tammy, um, I would question. Um, when does that rule come into play? Because I don't think at, I don't think when people first meet, they are thinking about the eighty twenty rule or what they are getting versus what they're not getting. When they're dating, I don't think they they think of that. And even when they first make it official, I don't know if people think of that. So the question would be: At what point does that rule come into play? Um, is it when you start to learn uh, the person that you've decided to be with, whether you be uh, just boyfriend and girlfriend or whether you're engaged or married? Um, at what point um, does that rule uh, come into play? The second thing is, um, like I was saying to you earlier, um, because I thought you made a great point about um, going into relationships and thinking, um, well, I'm only going to get 80% of what I want out of this uh, out of this relationship or from this person. Why is it that you cannot have more than that? Who says that you can't have more than that? I think a lot of times uh, relationships fail because we expect them to fail. I think that we go in um, with this negativity or or with this notion that relationships have to be a certain way 
and then we go in and they fail because of that or they fail because, um, you know, we, we were just expecting that because uh, people talk about um, arguing and fighting and, you know, if, you know, people don't feel like they're they're in a relationship if there's not drama or if there or if there's there's not a whole lot of fighting. But who says that you have to fight? Who says that you have to to argue? Who says that you have to yell at each other? Who says that? And why do you believe that you have to do that? Surely you're not going to agree on everything. But why does it have to turn into a big blow up. Why does it have to? Why does, why does it have to turn into a fight? Why does Why does it have to turn into two people who say that they love each other not talking to each other for four or five days or weeks or months or we're not having sex because I I can't get what I want. Who says that your relationship has to be this way? And so I think that's that that's a part of well, there's that twenty because. We're not going to always be on the same page, but it's just like when it when you talk about perfection. Man always says that there are no perfect people, but all throughout the Bible, it says that you can be perfect. So why is it that we believe what man says versus what God says in His Word? And then also, Tammy, um, if so when you think about the 80-20 rule and, and the belief is that people leave the 80 to go and get the 20 um, or people see the 20 and they, ooh, because I'm not getting this. Well, what is the, what is the rule or what do you call it when people are leaving the 80 for what they already have at home? Because People could have a beautiful woman at home. They have um, a good sex life at home, but then they still go and get sex. What is that called? Because that's a part of your age. And people still go out and get what they already have. What is it called when you have a man who who has a decent job Who's, who's making uh, uh, a decent salary, and you, you you leave him or you're running around town with a guy who makes the same amount of money. You didn't leave him for 20. You left him for the same thing. So, it, it, it's, it, you know, we can, we can say that, oh, well, people leave because they're not getting what they what, what, what they um Desire at home But the bottom line is I don't care if it's 80, 20, 70, 30 50, 50 People leave because they want to leave People cheat because they want to cheat They lie because they want to lie They got a boo on the side Because they want a boo on the side It, it, It doesn't necessarily have to be Because you're not getting because you're not getting something at home. Because men men leave women leave women who have great jobs, make a lot of money, benefits. She cooks, she cleans, does laundry, 
even after being at work all day. Doesn't ask him for a dime, pumps her own gas, will clean her car, will help cut the grass, and they'll leave her for a girl in the projects. So what is so what is that? It's not it's no longer no longer you leave him eighty twenty, but you you leave him not getting anything. You get what you getting what you you're leaving for what you already have at home. And the bottom line is it's not necessarily the, the, the fraction or, or the percentage eighty twenty, it's greed. It's greed. I have it, but I want more. I have light gray. Now I want dark gray and the light gray. And then I want the black. <laughs> and, and, and and so it, 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 it more so becomes a game to people. It becomes a challenge to people. How much can I have? How much can I get? We 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 act as as if it is it is a buffet. Mm. We get eighty twenty, and then we go back and get another twenty. Then we go back and get another twenty. Then we go back and get another twenty. We just keep getting twenty. You know what, Rodney? I think it really has to do with the 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 person showing up in his or her own life with a percentage. And what I mean by that is kind of when we were talking today, and I mentioned to you what Brandon had to say about the topic last week, the egotism, and we were talking about how people are so self-centered. And he said that people are self-centered without self-awareness. And so I think we have a society who's bought into so many things, such as the 80-20 rule and everything else, like some of the things that you mentioned about people going into relationships, expecting them to fail, that we enter into relationships feeling like if there's no drama, if there's no arguing, if there's no all of this, this woo-hoo-wah-ha, then something's not wrong, that this is not a relationship. Well, well, who wants to be in that kind of relationship for the rest of their life? And if you do, then, again, mm-hmm. it comes back to who are you and what do you really need 80-20? You might need zero-zero. You just might need to do, do what you do and, and not commit, not have the babies and all that stuff. But it, it, it bears down to this for me, in my, my opinion, is that people are just not in touch enough with who they are, what they want, because you said it. I believe on one of the shows, um, maybe offline, but you made a choice to be married, and you know what that means. You know that, hey, I don't, I don't, not that Samaria would would give you beef if if you if you did, but you make a choice at a certain time. I'm going home because my wife is at home. I'm married. So you, when you make, it's about making a choice based on who you are your integrity, what you want out of life, and, and what your actions have said that you want. Because if you get married, then somebody is saying, hey, he wants to, or you want to be married. And, and there come there comes some things with that. If I want to be a parent, there comes some things with that. Whether I plan for it or not, 
it comes a time when you find yourself or make that decision, and you got to show up for that decision. And we just don't have enough people showing up saying, hey, I made a decision to make this woman my wife, my husband. I'm going to do my part in it. And some days I understand that I'm going to have to do more than my part. If my goal is to be with you, through the end of time, but like you said, it goes back to we treat it like a buffet. So I think even the 80-20 rule is out. It's just let's do this until we don't want to do this no more. That's kind of how I feel mm. like people. And then if, if we if we don't want to do it anymore, I might just might just hang around and we just do our thing. We we do zero zero, but we gonna we gonna keep this address. So it, it it again it goes back in my opinion to you as a person who who you are and we have to stop putting labels on allowing society to put labels on things and then you mentioned expectations as well like you said if you're going into something expecting it to fail why why go into it why I mean why why go into it there may be that need just to have somebody next to me, just just somebody, mm-hmm. anybody next to me, regardless if I'm getting 80-20, um, and even 100-100. Like you said, you could have a man have the best woman in the world according to, you know, how we rate, whatever we rate being a good woman, and the same, you know, vice versa. A woman can have the greatest man in the world, but we haven't we heard that the, the, the greatest guys, Finish last. Those ones who who want what we say we want seems nerdy to us in a sense. Not to everyone. I'm just saying that is the saying. That's another label. Um, but in some sense, I, I think there's some truth to that because going back to what you said, Rodney, about the drama um, and all of that stuff. That guy is not going to bring the drama relationship. He's going to stand up and be that guy. And then we have to look at how do we perceive those guys? How do we perceive those relationships? Do we think they're boring because there's no drama and there's no fighting and there's no cheating and all this? Do we think something's wrong with him because he's not doing this? So, again, it goes back to who you are, what you bought into, and what you continue to buy into that is affecting your life day to day, especially your relationships. Rodney? Hmm. I have a question. Uh, Tammy, you can answer it, and uh, I'm really hoping that uh, some of our listeners jump in here. But, Tammy, why do you think people are okay with being, I guess, the quote-unquote 20? Why are people okay with with with, with being the 20, with being the with person being... on the side? Okay. Um, well, because what I said just earlier that there's a lot of people just feel the need. They're so insecure and so lack such self-awareness as far as their worth that they're willing to be the 20. Cause I think anything that you're willing to be that, you know, um, because I think deep down they have, these people have the feeling that this is not right for me. This is not how I should be. They can, they can play the game all they want, but it comes out later. It's like, it's like hey, it's like this 80-20 thing. Hey, I'm willing to be your 20% boo for tonight, for the yeah. next few months. But at some point, 
they wake up and they want more, whether they get it, get it or not. And those are going to be those women or those men who act, who try to make it known to your spouse, who try to break up your home. And eventually, I think that does happen. I think eventually it it happens to where either the person feels it, they may not express it verbally, but in in behavior and actions, whether it's a temporary breakup, but it all boils back to self worth, self awareness, and how individuals feel about themselves and sometimes well most times people are willing to settle and i know for women a lot of women have bought into this uh where there's such a shortage of men that you know i'll never find a man man based on the number of men that are in jail um married gay and that kind of thing they they've fallen into this this um labeling of well i'll, I'll never i'll never get anybody with with this with these stats and so they begin to settle. They begin to to be okay with the twenty for a while, but but again, mm-hmm. even that, in my opinion, it goes sour eventually. I I think I think those are all good points, Sam. I think um, I think when it comes to that that third person or, or that that twenty percent. Um, like we were saying earlier, and I heard you reference it on the show, um, that churches are, are 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 packed. Churches are filled, but but the people are empty. And how many women who go to church are the twenty? How many men who go to church are the twenty? How how many people? Uh, claim they have it together, find themselves in the in, in these situations, um, and when I think about the eighty twenty rule, Tammy, I think about the ninety day rule. <laughs> um, I think about you uh, know how I feel about this, right? This this fifty fifty thing, uh, but again. That is us allowing society to interfere or have a say in what we do or our relationships. Whether you have sex on the first night or on the 91st day, if you are a whore, you are a whore. It, it doesn't make a difference. But we we believe, oh, well, Steve Harvey said, make them wait 90 days and gave his reasons why. Okay, great. Then what? You, 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 you've waited. You've gone against now what you wanted to do. You've, you've waited to, to, to have sex with um, this person against your will because you wanted to have sex with them. And you wait. What happens when it doesn't work out? Do you still believe hey, in the Rodney, ninety-day rules? Can I can I add that that is for men or women a year? The ninety-day rule. If you if you if you if you let that lead your life, and if this guy or this girl, well, we'll just use it because we know Steve is talking to the girls. For the ladies, 
if you if you if you made this part of your life and he and he decide you decided he waited and so you decided hey he must be the guy it's the ninetieth day bam that's four men in one year if you think about yeah. it that way rather than the ninety day yeah. rule that is four men a year because, and that's not including the ones. Just don't even think about the ones your boot your your twenty that's been in your life forever. That's not including him that comes back whenever. <laughs> you know that's not including your your forever boo. But that alone, right? Yes. I just want to throw that in. That ninety day rule rule sounds all like you're like this is this is so cool. This makes me a fabulous woman. That's four men a year. Yeah. And, and 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 if you think about it, and, and just to put this out there, we're not going to spend time on the the ninety day rule, but I just was throwing it out there. But if you think about it, um, for those of you who don't know this, when th- there are a lot of men that, if they pursue you, and again, this is why we need to just avoid these rules. If they pursue you. And things don't move along as fast as they as they wanted to, meaning have sex. Uh, they're gonna leave. If they really want it that bad for whatever reason, some a lot of times it's just for bragging rights. They will do whatever it takes to get it, and then as soon as they get it, they gone. And so when you start getting into these rules and thinking that doing things a certain way is going gonna, is gonna to help you out or increase your chances of having a successful relationship, just understand that people are going to be people. People are going to be themselves. And if you give anybody long enough, they will show you who they are. And instead of going into relationships, thinking that you're never going to be completely happy or you're never going to get all that you want out of a relationship, why not go into the relationship thinking that I'm going to give everything I have to make this work? I'm going to be the best person that I can be to to make this relationship uh, a success or to make this marriage a success and not worry about rules because no matter what, because we are all different, you are just going to have differences. Mm -hmm. You both may not like seafood, but don't look at that as some rule or or this is an 80-20 thing or 70, 30, or 50, 50. No. Why can't it be I just don't like seafood and you like seafood? Why can't it just be that? Why do we have to start putting labels on things? Why can't it just be that uh, I'm an outdoor person and you're an indoor, indoor person? Why can't it just be that? Well, you know, I like to be out, and since you don't, well, I got to go find somebody that wants to be out. Well, if 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 that's how you feel, okay, then just find somebody who wants to be if, if find find what works for you or who works for you. You know, you have to say, well, 
I'm only getting this from this person. Don't look at it that way. Look at it as you are getting the best that your mate has to offer you. And if your mate is giving you 100%, there is no such thing as 80-20. Because they are giving you all that they have. They're not giving you 80%. They're giving you 100%. Because why would you want to be with someone who's only going to give you 80 of anything? Right. And why are you focusing on what you don't have with somebody? Why are you focusing on that? I believe it's First Corinthians 13, chapter. It says, love has a multitude of faults. So if you start worrying about percentages, uh, do you love that person? Because it says love hides a multitude of faults. You you can't see a lot of things when you love somebody. Right. And it, and, and it's not that it's not that you don't know that they're there. It just it just doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you. Hey Rodney, it's also you you made me think about this. It's also important for people to realize that a a your your significant other, your partner, whomever, is only going to make you as happy as you already are. As happy Amen. as, so as you are with your life and as as content with you are and I think there's so many of us operating outside of that um that true peace about self, about what you're doing who you are, what you're, what you're making. I'm, I'm going to throw it in there because, again, society has, going back to even your question, Rodney, uh, as it relates to, to women specifically, society has told women or made women to believe if, if some man has not chosen you, if some man has not said, you are my boo, got a title on you, he's claiming you, if, if this has not happened, something's wrong with you. And 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 I beg to differ because if you if you really were able to go in the homes of some of these so-called relationships, you would really feel blessed to be single. Like like mm-hmm. the drama that Rodney was talking about, the 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 other twenty, and sometimes the other twenty is for the tenth time, um, and and that adds to your insecurities. So we have to make sure. I feel that, and I won't say this is this is across the board, but for those people who are willing to settle for the eighty twenty, then again, you're not one hundred with yourself. You've not found that true one hundred, that peace, that 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 part of your life that you say, you know what, I'm okay. Yeah, you have your days, but. But for the most part, I'm okay with my decisions, with my getting back on track, with my um, ability to put myself first in the sense of my happiness, not the self-centeredness, not the egotism, but enough to where, because I, I, I do really believe to want it for yourself, to, to desire peace, to thrive for peace, to go after peace, self-awareness, self-love, all of those things, to go after that means to want it for someone else. When you really truly understand what it means to love yourself, you begin to want everybody else 
to love themselves as well. Because only then will the things like this 80-20 rule, this 90, the 90-day 90 rule, only then will these things start to be eliminated from your life to where you are consciously making those decisions. Like Rodney said, whether you sleep with him on the first night or the 91st day, if you're a hoe, you're a hoe. It's just it's, it, whatever that definition is. That's just the way that you, that it, doesn't, it doesn't change the game. It certainly doesn't change the game in, in God's eyesight. So, I mean, you're allowing somebody else to tell you this is how you do it, this is when you do it, and this is your life, your body. This is the person that you have to spend every day with if that's your choice. So, of course, if, if this person feels like, well, hey, they're okay with my 80 and they're okay with my 20, so I don't have to give them this. I don't have to go eat seafood when they want seafood. I don't have to do all that because so this is about me. This is about me, not not her, not him. This is about me. And like I said earlier, sometimes when we when we do the things that our partner wants to do, we do it with such a grudge to he he or she is still like, why why are you even here? And I I again I admit it takes growing up to get to growing up in self. I guess I should say. Not selfishness, but growing up with that awareness that you are mm-hmm. worth 100% of somebody. You are worth that. If you are craving seafood, then find somewhere where they sell seafood and hamburgers. It should not always be, you know, that you've got to deal with, do without that 20. So I just wanted to throw that in, Rodney, back over and, and, and I'm glad that you just said that last part, Tammy. If, if you're in a relationship, with, if you're in a relationship with somebody, and you know what they like, and you say that you love them, don't you want to do things that aren't necessarily your cup of tea? For example, I like I like sports. My wife is not a sports person. However, she'll sit she'll sit right there next to me while I'm watching the game. She may not be into it as I am, but she's right there watching it with me. And vice versa. I don't do ratchet TV. But <laughs> my wife likes the real housewives and the basketball wives. And so I'll sit there and watch it with her. It's not my thing, but hey, I'm okay with it. Like, and 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 the thing about it is, and I'm not. Please don't mistake doing things because if you if you're doing it and you and you got an attitude about doing it, there, there's really no point in you doing it. Right. But it does not bother me one bit to sit there and watch TV with her. It doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't want anybody to send me any flowers. I don't even want it on my grave. But my <laughs> wife, my wife likes flowers, so I would. I, I get them for. Her. It, it's not. It, it's never about just one person. If you're if you're in a relationship anyway, and you don't have to go without the twenty. If you learn who you're with, and 
you do things to keep your relationship going. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be without 20. You may not see 20 every day, but you're not going to see 80 every day either. Exactly. exactly. Nobody's cooking for you every day. It's just, it's just unrealistic. Whether it's because they just can't or just don't feel like it or would much rather go out to eat somewhere, nobody's cooking for you every day. Get over it. Nobody's having sex with you every day. Get over it. Life just makes these things impossible. Hey, Rodney, you mentioned that Tamaria, you gave an example about the football um, that she doesn't like sports, but she'll sit and watch a game, whether whatever game it is, football, basketball, whatever it may be. She doesn't like it, like sports, but she'll sit and watch it with you. So get get this. She doesn't like the sports, but she loves you. So it becomes important Amen. to her. The time, it's the time that she's able to spend, the the, the connecting. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to do that and do it in such a way to where you can even engage a little bit here and there, you, you, you can you can enjoy it. Um, it speaks yeah. of how you feel about that person, not what they're doing. It's not so much about what you love and don't love. It's about your love for the person and vice versa. I I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, and I think... I think that's where we go wrong. Um, mm-hmm. In relationships, we focus on things rather rather than uh, rather than the person, or we start focusing on other people rather than the person that we're with. Um, we do the same thing, um, like you always say, when it comes to God. We focus on creations more so than the creator. Um, we do the same thing at work. We we focus on um, maybe maybe something that isn't working quite right. We might focus on the, the, the supervisor or we might focus on uh, people at work, things that things that may be happening rather than the impact of what you're doing and what that impact is having on somebody else's life. We 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 tend to focus on the wrong things. Exactly. And I remember uh, uh right before I left this service um tonight, um, the lady said lying eyes always misread signs. And mm. our minds are always playing tricks on us because our minds and our hearts are usually not where they should be. That that they're always I don't know. We get distracted easily. We say that we don't, but we get distracted yeah. easily. Yeah. And things that are irrelevant or things that should be way down the list get the most attention. I remember a few years ago, uh, we had a, a, a principal, a very successful principal. Um, he's now just a motivational speaker and he's traveling the world um, speaking. But at the time, he was a, a principal of Cafele. He was up in uh, Newark, New Jersey. 
and he was just sharing how um, he took one of the roughest schools in the country. Um, he he turned it from one of the most dangerous schools in the country to one of the most successful schools in the country. And what what, what he did was um, he came in and he established things the way that he wanted them to be. Um, and his his kids went from uh, let me say I think they had a three percent only three percent of his kids um, could read and do math on grade level when he got there and when he left I want to say a hundred percent of them were doing math and like ninety six ninety seven percent were doing reading I hope I got that right but he was sharing the things that he was doing and I remember one of our teachers asked him, well, what's your policy on on chewing gum? Hmm. And, right, and he said, (laughs) well, he said, I don't really have a policy on chewing gum. He said, but I think that when it comes to, when it comes to that, you have to figure out what works for you in your classroom or what works for you in your school. He said, but always ask yourself this, what is my bottom line? Is your bottom line kids chewing gum or is your bottom line kids learning? Mm -hmm. And if your bottom line is kids learning and chewing gum is not impacting their learning or the learning environment itself, then that's how you should view chewing gum. Don't ever forget your bottom line. And I think that we have to remember that in relationships. What is your bottom line? Hey, Rodney, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good time to throw this in. Something you said earlier, and I I jotted this down about the things that we get angry or upset about in relationships. Those small things, it's kind of like pick pick and choose your battles, but it's so many little small things that really don't matter and really has nothing to do with your mates. Um, in my opinion, the add that that we allow to add up and become this 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 little ant hill that becomes a mountain, so to speak. Um, and and mm-hmm. I think that's a good that's a good point for people to kind of as you as you talk about the chewing gum, you think about hey, if chew, chew the gum, if you're not popping in and I'm not seeing, if you're not interrupting the class, you like pick your battles. The 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 end result here is for these kids to learn. Well, what is the end result? What is your what is your desire for your relationship? I mean, do you want to continue mm-hmm. to start relationships over and over and over again and get to get to know these people only to find out, hey, I'm 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 in this eighty twenty situation again or this sixty forty or this zero zero. Pick and choose your battle. Um mm-hmm. and, and again, I think it takes a responsible, secure, um Adult thinking man and or woman to to do this consistently. Not yeah. not saying that your partner your mate's gonna be perfect. Like Rodney said, you're not gonna get eighty every day. So you could throw this eighty twenty rule out because because you're not. I just refuse. I cannot believe you're gonna feel the same about this person every day when they walk through the house. You don't want them to bypass the house a few few afternoons because you just want to chill by yourself. doesn't mean it should mean that you doesn't, doesn't love them. And you should do it in such a way that 
it comes across as that. But we have to be together enough to allow people to be who they are. And mm-hmm. still love and and not set these 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 worldly false expectations of this well, I always gotta have this this lovely lovely house with the perfect lawn and the picket white fence and and hell is behind the door, you know, of it. Mm-hmm. So pick the battles and, and I think picking the battles in my opinion means eliminating any and all of those rules. What works for you, what works for you, what works for your relationship? Who who are you? Who is your who is your mate? Who is your wife? Who is your husband? What makes them mm-hmm. happy? What saddens them? Do do we take enough time to figure out who the person is that we think we can share life with for the rest of our lives? That we can share the same address because the same address produces a lot of stuff. Like you get it all behind yeah. that door. Like you get it all. Yes. So if you don't, if you're not ready for all that, then the battle is lost anyway. I don't care if you're getting eighty every day. If you're not ready for, because it, it changes when you when you when you have the same address, you get everything. You, yeah. you no longer you you can't hide then. You can't hide anything. It's over. And if you do, it's mm-hmm. temporary. It's temporary. So I mean, it, it's just and and Ryan, I have a question for you. So I'm gonna throw one back at you on that um, question you asked me. Okay. Do you think there are more men or women who settle for the twenty to be the twenty, and why? That's that settle to be the twenty. Yeah. That do you think we have more men or women who are considered the twenty? Oh boy, Tammy. Uh, my my answer to that question probably that just depends on how I feel or what day of the week it is because that's. <laughs> That just fluctuates in my mind because, there, honestly, there are days when I think more men and there there are days when I think that there uh, are more or more women in that category. Um, I, I guess I would probably say more men who are the 20. And the reason why I say that is um, I have learned – in probably the last 10 years that women are more scandalous <laughs> or just as scandalous or more uh, than men are. Um, and because of that, uh, I, 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 well, let me say this. I think that's part of it. The other part of it is, is this. Um People always say the reason why um, men get caught up is because, you know, they're sloppy. Um, they do stupid things. You know, whenever they're messing up, they do stupid things. They change their routines. Um, and I think all of those things are true. I think all of those things are true. However, I think what people also leave out is the fact that, um when when men are messing up, a lot of times they find themselves in situations where the woman knew, uh, the 20, knew that there was an 80, knew that he was married or knew that, you know, he was in a relationship, engaged, whatever, knew that going into it and convinced herself or convinced him that it was okay. 
And then once they got involved, um, she started wanting more of his time, mm-hmm. more of his money, um, and made it difficult for him to balance the two. But on the flip side, when women um, find their 20 or their 20s, however many they have, when they find them, uh, men don't usually do the same thing. They don't usually start requiring more or start wanting more money or, or wanting your time. Usually the man is happy that you have somebody else occupying your time because they just want to get in and get out anyway and call me the next time you get lonely Um, because I got about three or four more over here uh, that I want to tend to anyway. So it's nice that that I can have, you know, uh, these juggling balls here. And so the men don't become as, as needy or, or or creating a a situation um, uh, for the ladies. So because of that reason, I would say that there are more men who are the 20 because it's easier for a woman to to have another man on the side or men than it is for a man to have a woman on on the side. You know, Rodney, I I, I agree with you, and... And, and I and I also agree with you. I'll back up a little bit with what you said about you know the way that men 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 cheat. And I know we're, we're still sticking with this eighty twenty because again, you guys, if if you feel like you're missing something, whatever it is you think you're missing or you feel when it comes across, when it when it appears before you, you know, with that mindset, it it appears as one hundred because again, we 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 in most cases go towards what we think we we deserve that we thought was going to be okay early on but i do i do feel that more women more women um step out i do feel this and we do it differently i'm i i've always thought that just cuz i do i do and this may be some labeling but i do feel that men kind of they they give themselves away they do, and a woman. If, if if I've always said this, if 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 a man does find out, a woman can say no because most times it's, it's over. Like, are you cheating? No, and and by mm-hmm. then she's not anymore. Like she's she's did yeah. this thing so well because women are thinkers. They they're planners. They just they just don't jump out and make those the for the most part not all jump jump out and make those those decisions and then. Also, it's 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 sad, and I think there's probably I would say just a fifty-fifty, but I'm not so sure about that. That when I feel that women do, um, when they do uh, step out, it it typically is with someone that they are emotionally attached to, involved with. Whereas a man can just not all not all men, but they could just say that meant nothing to me. That that truly meant nothing to me. So, um, and again, not a solid rule, not across the board, but I, I do feel that 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 men and women do it very differently, and for different reasons, for the most part. But then you still have those ones that this, this is who they are, and this is what they want to do. That's what they plan to do when they marry you, 
um, you were never going to be the number one person in their lives, lives or that you were never going to really get all of them. Um, and I think yeah. some people go into relationships accepting or knowing that and thinking it is going to change, whether it's through, hey, we get pregnant or we buy this house, uh, we move, and that is just, that's not so. You have to know who you're dealing with. Like, for instance, with, with flowers, Rodney mentioned Tamara loves flowers. I hate flowers. That's one of the worst things a man can do, send me some flowers. Number one, I'm not going to take care of them because I don't like them. So he needs to know that. And you could go you could go buy me a cup of sonic ice and make me happier <laughs> than a dozen of roses. <laughs> so but daddy just just me. I don't I don't want the flowers. So they don't yeah. they don't move me. They don't do anything for me. Um and but that's about knowing knowing who you're dealing with. Same thing with, with mm-hmm. time. I don't, I, I'm not, I just don't, matter of fact, I don't want all of your time. I feel like if you got, if, if I if I am sick and, sick and tired of seeing you, it's, it's some more you need to be doing. Like, it's something yeah. that's missing. That's just me. Because you will have some women who want every bit of your time. They want you under them 24-7. That doesn't work for me. Like, I want the 7 yeah. and you can have the 24. So it's just about knowing who who you're dealing with, what they want, and does it work for you? And it doesn't make yeah. you a bad person to know that this doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean that you're not a great guy or a great woman. It's just that it doesn't work for me. That's true. And that's what it's about. And that could be 50, 50, 60, 60 40, or whatever. It could be whatever. If it is if you're not for that person, if you're not gonna do what it takes, it ain't gonna matter if you start out with this eighty twenty rule because you're gonna both end up on zero zero. Yeah, I agree with that. Jamie, Jamie, I wanna I, I wanna uh, bring in something very controversial here, um, and get your thoughts on it. What about the twenty percent that is not? Necessarily, um, uh, an individual that you might be uh, cheating with on the side. What about uh, things like? And I'll. But what about what about other things um, or people that may be taking you away from your home or from your spouse? Uh, like, let's say your job. Um, your family, or uh, probably the biggest one, the church. <laughs> a lot of times when we when we start thinking about interferences, uh, you know, the conversation is usually around, um, you know, this other person that I'm that I'm creeping with on the side. But what if, what about these other distractions? What about what about the impact that 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 our church uh, has on our relationship, or the impact that the pastor has, how these things become a distraction. What do you think, Tammy? I, I I feel that goes back to again the how you feel about yourself and what you're trying to prove, why and to who. That reminds me of the story that I heard about. Um, 
people really being able to control their emotions and their feelings. And this particular pastor gave the example of a husband and wife who's just just at the top of an argument. I mean, they're really going at it. They're back and forth at each other. And the pastor calls, and he's calling for the wife. And she went from 10 to, oh, hi, Pastor, how are you? So she took that level from 10 down to (laughs) the mild, mellow, church-going person that she appears to be at church. Um, Right. And, (laughs) you know, it's kind of (laughs) like I can only imagine. And and it happens. It, It really does. But, again, it goes back to really knowing who you are, what you want, and making a decision to put your family first. And people have such an issue with that because I think we start to devalue the things and the people that really bring the value to our lives. Like if you know a person is always going to be there for you, internally it's it's easier for you just, just, just across the board, and I'm not saying this is right, in fact, I'm saying that it's totally wrong, like we, it should not be. But internally, it, it somehow makes it easier for you to say or to feel like, hey, this person already values me. They, they, they love me. They show me. So I don't need anything from them. I don't, I don't need to prove anything to them. And so we, we tend to turn towards, just like that 20, we, we tend to turn towards or the things and the people that we feel we have to prove something to, that I have to, I have to help them see my value. But that comes from the, the from the, this is the right word, but I'll say it comes from a place where you don't see some value, where you feel like you have to prove something. When you get to the point where, I mean, and, and again, it is a process. It seriously is a process. I feel like I can sit in any room with anybody and see myself just as valuable. I see your value. I see mine. You pull out your ace, I got my ace. You got your king, I got my king. I'm I'm at the point where I'm willing to share because, again, if we can have a Popeye's, a Church's, and a KFC, and they all specialize in chicken, and they all keep building more, and they, they stay in business all this time, sure, there's enough room for your purpose and mine. Surely. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer threatened by what you have whether it's 80, 20, 20, 80, what, I'm no longer threatened by that because I have mine, and I have to focus on it. So, I, again, it goes back to who a person perceives themselves, themselves as. What, how do they value or devalue who they are and their accomplishments? And in most cases, if people sit down and really think about it, it's mm-hmm. really things that you've allowed the world to put upon you. Like, so yeah. what if you're 40 and you've never been married and don't have any children? So what? Look at some of these people who are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so what? Who says that you're nothing and nobody? It could just be that you decided you weren't going to do 80-20, that you needed it all yeah. or you were perfectly all by yourself. And it, it goes back to, I remember you, your question made me think about Erica Murray's um, book, and we've had her on the show a few times, Rodney, but 
she she wrote the book. She's the author of CEO to the Power of You. And I remember, I will always remember this part in the book that she 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 asked the question, "Are you a collective? Basically, are you a collective piece or a cohesive whole? Basically." And she gave the example of. You can you. I'll give you two examples. She gave two. A man can be with his wife and rarely opens the door for her. So if you're going into the grocery store, or, you know, shopping or whatever, he'll 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 walk behind her or whatever. He won't sprint to to get the door for her. But if he's not with his wife and there's a lady or somebody going into a store, he's going to be that guy. He's going to be that gentleman. Let me get the door for you. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, there's someone that you, that is the mother, possibly the mother of your children, that you said I do to, that you're going to live the rest of your life with, that you're going to honor. But it's so much easier for you to sprint and get that door for the woman you don't know. Again, because we are trying to prove something, to be something, to appear some way. The same with the lady, and I'm just using I'm using these. It could be different scenarios, so I don't want you to think I'm 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 doing this, you know, based on on gender. But the other example was, let's take a secretary. She can, her boss is a male or whatever, I guess male, and she gets to work. Now she she didn't want to fix co- coffee for her husband back at home, but she gets to work. He asks, "Can you get me a cup of coffee?" Or a male, whatever asks, "Can you get me a co- cup of coffee?" It could be a woman, and how quickly? Sure. What would you like in it? I'll go to the break room and get it. But you just left home. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't put sugar in his coffee if he had already poured it. And so again, <laughs> why? <laughs> Why? If you have these are the questions that you start you have to start asking yourself in order to have the life that you want, not the life that TV tells you should have. You should have your friend has. What works for you? What works for you? You can't be what everybody else is because that just may not be you. Like that same church is Popeyes and, and KFC. It could be right around your house, but if you don't eat chicken. It doesn't matter. What if they got ten of them? <laughs> I mean, so we got to stop trying to be somebody else or live somebody else's life. Do you? Do you? Whatever that is, because everybody's not be a. I, I I love it even with the kids. You know, when I say do you, we got to stop making these kids think that if you're not going to school to be a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever, then you're nothing. Because don't we need people to fix our cars? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Don't we come fix the washing machines and dryers? Don't we? So stop buying into these stereotypes, whether it's the 80-20 rule, the 90-day rule. Like Rodney said, if you're a hoe, you're a hoe. He said whore. He said it properly. But it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is I, what it is. You just I, have to get things you want to do what, Rodney? I was just going to message you and say, I just wanted to let you know that even though I haven't been to work, you know, I'm still up on my game. Oh, you know, I told you today I'm about to ask you, are you Tommy from Martin? Do you really have a job? 
Y'all are out. Y'all don't. Y'all are out more than. I don't see how the kids are learning. That's probably what's wrong with these kids. Y'all are out too much. <laughs> what were you saying? I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't even know anymore. But but I mean I think we we've, we've said a lot and covered. And for those of you who are listening, you know, share because I know Rodney and I are not the only one has heard about us. We see you out out there listening. Um, we're not the only ones that that know about this age twenty. And and I can say that I've never really thought about the eighty twenty. Now I know that I have have shown up in my own life um, where I've given people more more eighty and kept twenty for myself. But again, that's what produced. Well, I'll say that's what um, eventually led me to the point where I said, and you guys have heard me say this on the show. I felt like a trash can. I felt like a dumpster. I felt like waste management could just totally stop working on anybody, everybody's house in Memphis. Don't pick up any other trash. Just keep coming to coming and unload me. Like I'm full. There's nothing else anybody can put into me. And even even that, it was tough to to admit that it came from insecurity. It came from a lack of value of of people pleasing, being the yes girl. And always getting no's, or seemingly, and so it can. And, and another example was I felt like I kept sweeping trash up under a rug, and eventually that small little sand, that dirt, whatever. Like I looked around, and the rug was so high off of the the, the ground or the, the the floor, until you wonder what happened. Where am I? What like you you look at that rug, you're like, what is that? Because it, it doesn't fit. You don't sweep trash on the rug and not expect it to grow, no matter how small the trash is to begin with. It could be just a little bit of sand, just a little bit of dirt. But if you do enough of that, that rug is not going to fit flat on that floor. And so, so many of us are without something that we were created for, and we've allowed the world to take away. And it's just like we said, I believe last week, bird was created to fly. You clip the wing, it's no longer it's no longer gonna serve its purpose. And so we keep looking for eighty, thinking that that's gonna do it for us. Where even when if you had one hundred, it's not gonna do it if you have not first did it for yourself. That's what it all boils down to. If you've not did it for you, if you've not committed to you. In whatever way that is, in whatever way, if 20 works for you, then, hey, commit to that 20. But make sure it works for you. Go back to the roses. The roses don't work for me. The ice would. Now, if somebody else tried to take somebody else a couple of ice instead of the roses, oh, that would that would kill the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really that simple. But you really have to work at it. And it starts with you. Because if, if you're not working for you, the 80-20 is not going to work, the 100. 100 is not going to so come in and give you 100% of themselves, and it's not going to work for you. So, back Sammy, over to I, you, I have, I have no desire to get 80% 
from anybody or 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 eighty percent of somebody. I, I have no desire to get that. And I have no desire to give somebody eighty percent of me. And I think that we talities or picking them up along the way. And if we learned who we were before then, maybe it would help us with our relationships. I don't mm-hmm. look at anyone's I learned this a while back. I don't look at anyone's relationship and wish that it were mine. Or say, ooh, I, I want that. And the reason being is, I don't want anything I can only see on the outside. I don't know what goes on when I'm when I'm not around. I don't know what people had to go through to get to where they are in their relationship. I don't know what they are currently going through in their relationship. Therefore, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And whether you're single or in a relationship, be careful who you're looking at, who you're watching, who catches your eye, catches your attention. Because good looks may be the only thing that they have. Mm. A big butt, big breasts, muscles, that may be the only thing they have. You may hate everything else about that person. So don't get so caught up in what you can see. Try to find try to find all those things that are beneath the surface. Samuel, I I, I like how you brought up the ice and the flowers. <laughs> because how often how often do we make those mistakes because we put people in boxes? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ladies ladies love flowers. Nobody no nobody said that every woman does. Nobody said that. Take the time to get to know people. Especially, Rodney, the people that, again, you love and you're going to do life with. I promise you, doing life with someone, you think about every day for the rest of your life? Like, really? Mm -hmm. You really need to listen and create some moments. Like, to have somebody show up to my door with a cup of ice or a slush from Sonic means you've listened to me. You've watched me. You know what I like. You know the simple, just the little simple things. You know that if you pull up here with flowers and the flowers see my address, they're going to die before you get in, get them in here. Like they already, the flowers know better than you if you have pulled up with, I mean, yeah. you have to listen and know what you're dealing with. It's like if you go get a job as, as, as whatever, secretary, computer, whatever, you need to know something about that. So why do we feel we don't have to know even more about the people? That we're gonna to choose to do, make a choice to do life with, like that's that's, mm-hmm. that's automatic failure. If you think that it's always about what you want, when you want it, and how you want it, if you think that's what you get out of a relationship, 
then it's it's failed already. It it truly has. Truly has. Mm. So you have to kind of we have to grow up and choose. Do I want to be single? Do I want eighty twenty? And get it if that works for you, then let it work for you. If it works for you, then when you see twenty. She's not going to be moved. You're going to be like, I know what I got at the house, and it's 80. See, that's when you that's when you have to figure out. That's when you know, I guess, where you really stand. If you got 80 at the house and you run into 20, and 20 is just 20, you know that 80 is more than 20. But when you fall for 20, did you really ever have 80, or were you really ever satisfied with 80? Why, why not? Yeah. And so, those again, people don't want to ask questions of themselves because it tells who you really are. But until you find out who you really are, then you don't know if your wings have been clipped. You don't know what you've allowed society or family and friends, the mark that you've allowed them to make on you and to take yeah. away from you. So it's so much more uh, more about the than just the eighty twenty rule, and that's why we started out the show. Is this is applicable across the board in your life? Because if you start to settle in any area of your life, unhappiness sinks in. That's why so many people are frustrated with their spouses because your spouse can't make you happy. Your spouse can't make you happy unless you already are, and looks. Yeah. Like Rodney Bottop looks, that is not going to do it. I'll say what I always say. I think Halle Berry is one of the most beautiful men, women in the world. But, I mean, I'm thinking you are one of the most beautiful women in the world. You have all the money that someone could ever want. Yet, I continue to see you, I don't know if I should say pick one bad man after another or fall for one bad man after another. At some point, you have to say, it is I, it is me. Like, I'm picking you guys with all this beauty and all this money. Like, what could could be the problem? So, and I say that to say, if looks is the thing, if looks is the, the common denominator here, if looks is what you need, if money is what you need, then we have a lot of women and a lot of men who have who look great, who have a lot of money, but if you look at their lives, it is not making it any better. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it looks worse. So it really comes back to you. Because even if, if, you, if you are together, the person that comes with, to you with all the looks and all the money, he still is not going to, and he's not right. Like, you look great, you got all this money. But I'm going to go back to what Rodney said, but you're a hoe. You got to keep it moving. You can come up here with a, with the sonic truck with all the ice, but you got to keep it moving. I might keep the ice, but you got to keep it moving. <laughs> so it's just really about knowing who you are, making the right choice. And I think it's really difficult to make the right choice if you've not tapped into who you really are and what you really want. 
Not saying that you can't com- correct it. If you if you get in a relationship and see, wow, this is truly a great guy, a great woman, I need to get myself together or I'm going to miss out. But that's still, in some case, seeing value in yourself to know that I deserve this woman, I deserve this man, all of her, all of him, not 80, not just 80, and I'm 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 going to put the 20 on the shelf. No. 100%, like you said, Rodney, 100% of you. Because 80-20, I think, is a, is a setup for failure. You have to be willing to be 100 every day. Because if, if, if you're not, somebody's going to wake up one morning with 20, and you're going to catch your attitude, and you're going to give that 20, and here you go. Y'all don't speak a week because somebody didn't take out the trash. Because baby pamper didn't get changed. The dish is a plate in the sink. It's not about that. It's not about that. If somebody woke up incomplete today and somebody didn't know enough to see it, has have not been engaged enough to see it, to know, let me go get my baby a cup of ice. That's all it takes for. Somebody has not tapped into that. Let me sit and watch the football game with my baby tonight and order him some wings. Somebody didn't tap in. And now 20 looks like 100 when he or she goes out, when he holds that door open for her. Looks like 100. When she gets him a cup of coffee, makes it just like he wants it because she listened. Because we have those two who who waiting on your waiting to show your eighty what his twenty looks like. Mhm. So, Rodney, I'm gonna turn it back over to you. I am good and hungry. So, if you want to end soon, <laughs> we can do it. The callers for you out there. If you want to get in, here's here's your time to to chime in because we're gonna be bringing it to a close here soon. Tammy, I, I am ready to uh, uh, begin to bring it to a close. <clears throat> I'm going to read this uh, familiar story. Um, and I want to end this story with a question because of what it says at the end. And it comes from Second Samuel, the 11th chapter. I'm going to start at the second verse. And... It says, and it came to pass in an evening time that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw a woman washing herself, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her. And she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. The woman conceived and sent and told David and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, 
David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Camest thou not from thy journey? Why then didst thou not go down unto thy house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark in Israel and Judah abide in the tents, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open fields. Shall I then go into mine house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As thou livest, as thou soul livest, I will not do this thing. And David said to Uriah, Tarry here today also and tomorrow, and I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the tomorrow, and when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his Lord, but went not down to his house. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle and retire ye from him that he may be smitten and die. And it came to pass when Joab observed the city that he assigned Uriah to a place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab. There fell some of the people of the servants of David, and Uriah the Hittite died also. And the story just kind of ends. Um, it says uh, later on in verse 26, And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. And when the morning was past, David sent and fetched her to his house, and she became his wife and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. And when you think about this, Tammy, uh, here he is, um, pregnates another man's wife, and then orders that the man be in, be put into a position where uh, where he is killed. Um, but the last part, it says, the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. Hmm. So my, my my question that I kind of just want to leave out there just, just lingering is what you are doing or what you're feeling or what's in your heart is that displeasing to the Lord? Hmm. Wow. And no one necessarily has the answer. They can't. But I just want to kind of leave that thought with people. And and again, I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about people cheating. But when you think about your relationships, is your 
heart pleasing to God. Not what your partner's doing. Not what your partner's doing. Is your heart pleasing to God when it comes to your relationship? Are you searching for something, whether you have it or don't have it? The person Tammy recently described where you will do things quicker, faster, and more efficiently for other people but won't do them for your own spouse? Are you that coffee maker at work but not at home? Do you give your husband grief when he asks you about dinner, but then turn around and take the pastor a plate. I knew you were going to say that. I just knew you were going to say that. <laughs> are, are, are you that man that you don't do anything nice for your wife, and if she asks you to do something, you got a problem with it? But you buying breakfast? for women at work, or for people at work. You're pulling out chairs. You're running errands. You're always pleasant in the midst of other people. Are you that person? And, Tammy, I'm going to say this. Um, I remember back in the day, and I say that like I'm old, right? But I remember when had respect for their home mm-hmm. in the midst of their wrong. Not to say that that made it right, but they at least had respect. And what I mean by that is, even if they found themselves with this 20%, that 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 other person, that woman never made it made her way into that man's house. Well, now people just don't care. Um, when you think about where men made sure that their home was taken care of or taken care of first, the only thing you may have gotten from that man is, is a few minutes so that y'all can both get y'all rocks off, and then he, he he leaving. He's not about to give you any money because that money is going to his wife. But now people have just lost all respect and just don't care anymore. And I think that goes back to what you said about people caring about themselves. And loving themselves, they can't love somebody else. They don't even love themselves. They can't treat people right. They don't even know what that means. They just hear it. They hear people say, "Oh, treat, treat, treat me right." Hey, hey, Rodney, that that's and even outside of relationship, if you think about even with what you just said, it doesn't it doesn't start and stop with just the male, you know, the the female-male relationship, I'm seeing so many people, 
so many people that are so disconnected from parents, siblings, like Brandon and I were at Botanical Garden Friday, and he was telling me about this this person who speaks to their their mother about every four to five months, and he said, "Mama, this is this is like normal for a lot of people. Like they don't talk, they don't they don't communicate. Like you could go four months without speaking to your child. Like I cannot imagine that. Mm-hmm. Or I, I mean, I, I just I just can't I just can't imagine it. So it it, it goes deeper." And I go back to say, if you want it for yourself, if you're if you're pursuing peace, self awareness, change, transformation, if you know what you desire and what you have to do to get it, if you want to see your kids, kids, you want to see your, you want your grandkids to be able to, mm-hmm. to you and your spouse, if you want to be together to help take care of them, if these things are important to you, then what does it take for to make that happen? And not for them yeah. just to come to an L house, but a house with love and people mm-hmm. respecting each other, loving each other, giving that person space. So, it again, this 80-20, if it works for you in this relationship thing, it's gonna work, and whatever your your percentage is, then you're gonna find that it you are allowing it to work in many areas of your life to the point where mm. you are going to feel depleted and now have expectations that people will correct this, people will make this right, things will make this right, a new job will make this right, a new boo on the side will make this right. Mm-hmm. But, so it leads to disaster. So I, I wanted to jump back there and say that. So it's been a great, great, great show. Great show. Absolutely. Uh, Tammy, do you have any uh, announcements before we close the show? Wow, Rodney, do I have any announcements? Um I don't right now that I know of. Um, none that I know of. Hopefully, I'll have have some soon. But I don't have any anything going on, and I don't I don't plan to have anything going on in the in the new future. In the near future, I do want to to uh, congratulate you publicly. Rodney got word that he did pass his test. Um, he, he mentioned it for those of you who listened last last. Monday, I believe it was. He told us that he has taken his test for it to be to to be able to be um, administrator, right? Right near the school, like assistant principal and that kind of thing, right? To take yes, on a more right. So he passed his test, um, and I keep saying I need to go ahead and and finish up in this education degree so he can hire me. I don't know how, how I'm going to get hired in Virginia, but maybe I can work out something. So. Um, congratulations to you, Rodney. We knew that you would, and I just know that that's going to open doors for you uh, whenever you do decide to work, because right now I don't think you have a job, but 
<laughs> it's going to be help for you when you begin to work. <laughs> so, Delta Mary, I said, stop taking care of me. We don't do that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> right right now, uh, she's snowing a little bit, so, you know. Of course, of course. Crazy. I already know she was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> What I see that she see that's, she, that's what she does. You know day. that, right? She yeah. said that. Look, and it, it don't it don't bother me not one bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And even with, and I know we're going to get out of here because we, we're wind up. Even with, and we've talked about this on the show. You know, Rodney and I. I mean, we talk, and Tamaria just she. I hear her in the background. She'll say whatever. But some women, you guys, some women will be like, oh, no, you're not going to sit and talk to her and about all this stuff. <laughs> She'll jump in every now and then and say something, or she may not. Like tonight, she sleep. I knew if I hadn't heard her voice or she hadn't texted something that she sleeps. Because every now and then while we're doing the show, she'll text Rodney and I something or send us a link, and she's not bothered. But 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 most of that comes from, Rodney respects Tamaria. He's not going to take it too far. He's not going to let it go where she feels disrespected. And guess what? I'm not either. Because guess what? That's my boy. And for for me, i got to want what's right for him in his marriage if I say he's my boy. I can't disrespect the person that he loves and don't spend the rest of his life with, and he better not allow me to. Because I would think differently of him. And so, again, if you want it for yourself, you want it for the next person. If you want that respect, ladies, give that respect to that next lady. Guys, if you want that respect, respect that next guy. Send his wife home. Vice versa. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we, you've got to start doing it because karma, karma, karma is something. So... Mm-hmm. I'm done for real right now. I'm turning it back over to you. I'm not going to say another word. <laughs> well, I, I, I do want to say uh, thank you, Tammy. Um, it, it was such a relief to find out that I did uh, pass the test. Um, I am not, uh, I have not been the, 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 uh, the best test taker uh, in my lifetime. Um, unless it was math, math or writing, I, I'm usually fine with. But other things, um, not so much. But um, it was a blessing to, to find out that I did pass, and so uh, now it's just on to uh, the next step in the process. And so um, I'll be I'll be doing that. Um, I also, uh, since the last show, became the president of the Education Association here. Um, in, in Manassas, where, where I do teach, contrary to what Tammy believes, <laughs> um, we have just been uh, enjoying a, a very nice, long, extended spring break. Uh, we, our last day of school was February, was, uh, I'm sorry, not February. Last day of school was April the 7th, and uh, uh, we were just fortunate enough to. Uh, uh, get it, get the day uh, after ETH off, which they've done for the past few years. But then uh, the clerk of the court died about a month or two ago, so they have to hold a special election uh, for that 
position tomorrow, which gives us one more day off. So uh, the, the, the bright side in all of this, Tammy, is that tomorrow, and I told Tammy this earlier, tomorrow there are going to be a whole lot of teachers complaining about having to go back to work Wednesday or saying that they want one more day or uh, or the break went by too fast or something like that. Me, I'm going to go. I'm going to be just as happy all day tomorrow and be happy <laughs> to work on Wednesday. So the bright side is I'm not a complainer. I I, I take whatever is given to me uh, and, and I move on with my life. Uh, I, I'm a very grateful and appreciative person. So um, I won't be like all of those people tomorrow. Um, I may not even go on Facebook just because I, I don't want to see that nonsense. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but just a lot of good things happening here. Uh, Tamaria has been um, on her new job for uh, about a month now, and um, that is is going well for her. So just um, just good things happening. Um, for those of you uh, who are listening and you are in the Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland um, area, don't forget about the town hall meeting uh, this Thursday, April 20th. Um, it starts at 7, uh, but I would say get there as early as possible. That way uh, you can get a seat. Make sure you RSVP. Otherwise, you will not be able to attend. If you need the link, just let me know, and I'll, I'll get that to you. Um, Sunday, April 30th, uh, Tammy, I will be uh, speaking at the Northern Virginia Sunday School Union's uh, fifth Sunday service um, that morning. So uh, okay. I'm excited about that. So make sure you pray for me. Um my sister and her family are supposed to uh, drive up from North Carolina to attend the service, so that'll be that'll be nice if they're able to do that. I haven't I haven't seen them in ooh, a very long time, so it'll be nice to see them. Uh, but okay. but definitely uh, pray for me uh, as I give the people a few words of encouragement. Um, but that is all I have um, to to everyone out there. Um, we tuned in to, to the uh, show tonight, guys, again. Uh, we uh, really appreciate you guys uh, always, always, always being with us and supporting us. Um, we can't uh, thank you enough, uh, but we do appreciate you guys being here um, each and every Monday. Uh, Tammy, I kind of like not putting uh, putting the uh, shows in an, in an event page because I would rather have quality quality than quantity. Right, and right. and it's so much better knowing who your um knowing who your listeners are, knowing who your friends are, your your your, your family members, knowing who your supporters are. Um because you just never know when that day will come where it will take off. And then those people who could have been listening for 20 years finally show up and, you know, and it's like, no, we, we, we are still the same people. We are still uh, grateful to the people who've been with us for the entire time. So um, 
just definitely grateful for you all. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is take all of the rules out of your relationship that you didn't put there. Don't put any 80-20 in there, no 90-day rules, no 50-50, um, or any other rules that are out there. Kick those rules out of your relationship. Be who you are. And if you decide to be with somebody, let them be who they are. Because if you have peace, love, joy, and happiness on the inside of you, there is nothing anyone can do to take it from you. We hope that you guys have been blessed by tonight's show. We will definitely uh, be back with you next Monday. But until then, be blessed.